Welcome back to What the Fuck Is This Podcast. This is the final episode that we're going to be doing of Riverdale until the new season, season seven, is out on Netflix so that we can binge. Because watching one episode at a time, not fun at all. And it's not enough content for the pod. Yeah. Unless we figure out a way to, like, stream. Yeah. And then just do a recap for the pod, but then that's, like, a lot of work. Yeah. Who the bleh is texting me? I'm trying to record. Let me go turn my sound off. Uh, uh, oh, well, I can do that while you're doing your book talk. Um, but, yeah, this is the last episode we're going to be doing on Riverdale. Next episode, we're going to be starting our holiday editions. Yes. Um, so the full month of December, every Thursday, we're going to be releasing kind of a longer episode. <laughs> we're going to be doing a longer episode. Um, and we're going to be reviewing Netflix movies, classic holiday mu- movies like Home Alone. Um, the one we're really excited about is this new Lindsay Lohan movie with the guy from Glee. That one gross. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, tune into that. Um, but yeah, before we get started talking about the last three episodes of Riverdale, Miranda's going to have some book tea, but maybe we should introduce ourselves first. Oh yeah. I'm one of your hosts, Monica. And I'm Miranda. And I'm going to go shut the fuck up of my phone while she starts her book tea. There we go. I'm also the mother to these hooligans, so... To these children? These beautiful, beautiful children? They're really excited to be here today. Okay. I appointed myself their grand... Their grandmother? <laughs> their godmother! Their godmother! Well, great okay, grandpa. you can't all just take my spot. All right, guys. <laughs> so, I'm here with more Colleen Hoover after two weeks ago. Um, Ugly Love, when I read that um, in like a day, basically. I wanted some more. Um, since then, since buying these, I have heard of her controversy. I know I said it last time when I talked about Ugly Love, but I did just want to say, like, I did not know before purchasing the books. Um, and obviously I don't support that, but I'm obviously also not going to throw away books that I already spent money on. So, here we go. I did, I fell into the hype when It Starts With Us coming out. I had never read It Ends With Us, obviously, because I had never read Colleen Hoover. Um, so I fell into the hype and... I am going to talk about It Ends With Us and It Starts With Us. Um, I'll give a short synopsis since she is popular, and then I'll call spoiler alert for anyone who doesn't want to hear it, if they want to read it, or they don't, whatever. Um, I, won't, I won't synopsis. It Starts With Us, obviously, because you would have to have read It Ends With Us. Overall, I give both stories um, three, like, 0.75 stars. Um, it, they are very good books, um, it's just, especially with It Starts With Us, I wanted more, um, which will, I'll have to cover why in the spoiler alert portion, um, but I would recommend if you want, it's not very spicy, and if you want just a good, like, love story, um, but basically, It Ends With Us is about Lily, um, she... We get a little bit of flashbacks when she reads her diaries that she wrote addressed to Ellen DeGeneres. <laughs> um, uh, when we get flashbacks, it's about 16-year-old Lily and Atlas. And then currently, it's Riley and Lily. Lily and Riley are kind of falling in love with each other. Um, he is a neurosurgeon, and so he doesn't have a whole lot of free time. Um, and he doesn't think he wants a girlfriend, but when he meets Lily, he can't stop thinking about her, but she won't have sex with him because she's not a one night stand girl. And then she just does because, well, not just does, but basically she wants to open a flower job. So flower shop. So she quits her marketing job and opens one with Alyssa, who turns out to be Riley's sister. So then he's always around and he's like sending her flowers from her own shop and stuff. And she was like, I just want him to leave me alone. So if a one-night stand is what he wants, like, whatever. Mm. <laughs> Not my cup of tea, but at the same time, like, he was kind of annoying. Mm-hmm. But doing romantic things. So, like, it would be hard not to follow them. But then it doesn't work out for him because he falls in love with her, basically. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so I think I'm just going to call spoiler alert now. Yeah, I do want to say... That these books are a lot different than the one you did two weeks ago. Yes. 
It's a very different theme. That's what I'm saying. It's not spicy, and there is a little bit of abuse. Yes. Um, it could be a lot worse, in my opinion, um, because whenever... This is definitely okay. an 18-plus book, because there's a lot of... Yes, but... Assault that happens. When she gets assaulted, she blacks out. So, you don't get details. You get, like, yes. what happens leading up to it. And the aftermath. But well, yes. That's it. Yes, but, like, of course. When she comes to and she's bleeding. Yes. Um, But that's about it in terms of that. But, yeah, just be prepared for that. It's not very graphic. It's not very... Um, it doesn't go into detail. No, like yeah. Has told me. And, but, yeah, you definitely don't, like, <laughs> just, just be ready. on top of maps. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but okay, spoiler so alert! Now I think it's spoiler alert. <clears throat> So, Riley and Lily start dating, like, officially. She has her flower shop with Alyssa, who is married to, like, a rich tech guy. So, she's really just working there because she wants something to do, and she likes Lily. Mm -hmm. Um, Not so much for money or anything. And then... They're, like, actual friends. Yeah, they're actually our friends. And then, um... So, then she's like, hey, I have to go to lunch with my mom. He asks if he can go. They go to this restaurant called Bib... And turns out Atlas works there. And um, he, the night before, at this time we think it was an accident, but the night before, um, Lily fell in the kitchen and Riley cut his hand. So she has a black eye and he has a hurt hand. So when Atlas comes to their table as like a waiter, um, he sees that and then she has to chase after him because he thinks like she's being abused because when they were kids, her dad abused her mom, mm-hmm. and um, so it, like, kind of created a little bit of, tr- not trauma, of course, because it wasn't Atlas, but, like, Atlas was there with her when this was happening. Like, yeah, like, he witnessed would, it. Yeah, she would run to him to cry about it, mm-hmm. whatever. So, um, so Atlas sees that. She has to convince him it's not true, and Riley gets, like, a little jealous and sees that there's obviously something there. No, wait. He doesn't know that she went after Atlas. She says she goes to the bathroom. So he knows nothing about Atlas yet. Now, she wants to go, he wants to go back to Bib because he's like, Alyssa's going to love this place. Mm-hmm. So a little while later, they go back to Bib. Um, there's no injury this time. But by this time, Alyssa knows she's pregnant and she wants a dessert. And the chef comes out because he, the chef slash owner comes out because he likes to give free desserts to pregnant women and congratulate them. So he comes out there to congratulate her, and it's Atlas. And so Atlas does a little bit of everything at his restaurant. So Lily is like, oh, my God. And then... Oh, this is also when you... Didn't you say this when they find out he owns the restaurant? Yes, exactly. Atlas does a little bit of everything at this restaurant. So um, for some reason, they wind up in the bathroom together, um, and they actually talk about what happened, and she's like, no, no, he's not hitting me or whatever. And then when she goes to leave... Riley standing right there sees her coming out of the bathroom with another man. He gets really angry. Riley and Atlas throw punches at each other, and then Atlas kicks them out, um, and they leave. You should. <laughs> and then they get in another fight. The next day at work at the flower shop, Atlas comes by to apologize for punching Riley. She's like, "No, I totally understand where you're coming from, but I want you to know I'm safe." And he was like, "Okay, but if that's ever not the case, here you go." Writes his number on a sticky note and puts it between her phone and her case. Like, we all do that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about. And he he leaves. He causes no trouble and is like, you know, like I'm not going to be reaching out to you or anything. Like, you don't need to reach out to me. That's not what this is about. I just want you to have someone if you need someone. Mm-hmm. And so then Couple weeks go by, and um, Riley, she's in the shower, Lily's in the shower, and Riley drops her phone. The case pops off, and the number's there. He's trying to storm out. She's trying to be like, no, you need to listen to me. Like, this is what's going on. She's trying to, she's basically going to explain, like, her childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. He doesn't know much about her childhood and her dad. Um, and Riley doesn't. And so she's trying to explain what's happening. And, like, sure, he's my first love, but that's not what it is. Yeah. And he ends up pushing her down a flight of stairs. So she falls down these flight of stairs. He gets to the bottom. He's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. She kind of creates some distance. Um, As you should. So. Yeah. But they end up making up. I can't re- really remember why or how, but they end up making up. 
Um, and soon after this, they decide to go to Vegas and get married. <laughs> Nothing else happens. They're in a really, really good place. And she believes like, okay, he changed. It was an accident. Whatever happened before was truly an accident. Okay. Be fucking for real. Um, then he, the Alyssa has her baby. They go see the baby. He says, let's have one of these. She's like, okay, sign me up. And then basically that night he, or that, that previous night before she went into labor, he had worked a really long shift. He went to see the baby. He was like, Hey, I'm going to go home. She's like, take the car. I want to stay with Alyssa. Like that's her best mm -hmm. friend. She just had a baby. She has no reason to go home. All those things. When she finally goes home, kind of late, he's sitting in the kitchen drinking scotch and she comes in and she's like, Hey, how are you? I thought you would be asleep and stuff. He's like, where did you get this magnet? And it's a magnet that says, uh, better in Boston or no, it says Boston in big letters. And then everything is better here. And he, she's like, what do you mean? Like, and then he starts like kissing her and stuff, like says, never mind, starts kissing her and stuff. And she's like, oh, like you want to try tonight? Like, you know, making those types of jokes, um, and everything's light. And then he's like, no, seriously, where did the magnet come from? And she's like, what are you? I don't even know. It was a gift from a friend. Like, I'm not some tourist, but someone gave it to me when I moved, like, or talked about moving. But obviously, she knows exactly where it came from. And we do, too, from flashbacks, but I'm going to keep you guys in a little bit of suspense. Um, in the tea. So they end up going to the bedroom, and when they get in there, all of her personal childhood boxes are unpacked and spewed across the bed. And this includes the journals that we had been reading about and learning about her and Atlas in. And that were addressed to Ellen. Yeah, to Ellen, not to Riley, okay? Riley read them all. When he got home, he ended up, okay, because he read the newspaper with her review of her thing, but the next review was for Bib, which is owned by Atlas where he says, they ask him what bib means, and he says, better in Boston. The girl, there's one girl in the world who knows why I named it that. And Riley becomes jealous, ends up reading her diaries, reading but that he gave her the magnet. Yeah. I have a kid with you. Like, yeah. Shut the fuck up. Reading that the magnet came from him, all of this stuff. Look like that? He's super jealous. <laughs> and yeah, so that happens, and he beats the fucking shit out of her. He, like, smashes her head, his head into hers while he has her pinned under the bed. He bites the tattoo she has because, basically, Atlas drew her a heart, and then he loved to kiss, like, her collarbone, so she got the heart tattooed on her collarbone. He bit her fucking skin open right around the tattoo. What the fuck? Being like, this is my spot now. Things like that. She, he, she gets him to basically fall asleep. He ends up trying to R-word her, and then she's, like, screaming and stuff and then which snaps him out of this like rage basically that he gets in and she he falls asleep and she runs to the living room calls atlas says text me when you're outside my door don't knock don't do anything like i need help yeah he comes he helps her she stays with him for a few days and then basically when she's at work one day riley comes in and he's like hey hey i took that three month thing in london so you and I will work through our shit when I come back because I understand you probably don't want to take me back. So he knows what he's done, but at the same time, it's, like, not really, like, he still he's wants her like, back. Yeah, he's, he's not, like... Yeah. He says he's sorry, but he has also said he's sorry. Okay. Yeah, it's not the first time, won't be the last. Yeah. And while... Oh, when Atlas took her to the hospital to get fixed up, shout out she's pregnant. Baby mama trouble. So, she's kind of, um going through the motions of things while he's away. She does go back to her apartment since so she knows Riley won't come back. And she's sort of in contact with Atlas, but, like, also not really because mm -hmm. it's obviously hard for him um, to not be there for her, but, like, he is interested in her. Yeah. She's like, married. He yeah. doesn't want to make the situation worse, like, all of these things. But He just she, wants to protect her. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't want her to feel alone. She tells Alyssa what's going on. Alyssa's going to help her. Riley surprises her by coming back early. So that they could talk about things, finds out she's pregnant. He was there to tell her, hey, I'm taking the job at the number one hospital in Minnesota. I'm going to give you this divorce. But then he finds out she's pregnant and he's like, I can't leave. Um, he's trying to make things work. She says, I don't want to make a decision while I'm hormonal. And the book basically ends with them having their daughter, Emerson. 
and um, her saying, I want a divorce. And then there's an epilogue where she sees Atlas on the street and says, my daughter's middle name is Dory. They exchange phone numbers like for real, for real. Like, hey, do you have my number? You can text me. I'm single type of shit. Um, and yeah. So that's the first book. I'm going to make the second book a lot shorter because I did not enjoy it. Um, it was just a bunch of random fluff. This book, I would probably give more of four, four and a half out of five stars. The second one is the three because it picks up exactly where we left off. But the book takes place over 90 days. And we focus more on this brand new character of Josh, who is Atlas's little brother, who's going through trauma with his mom. The similar trauma to what Atlas had when he got kicked out. And Riley and Lily. And so we build... I'm, I barely even want to talk with it about It Starts With Us because we build this whole romance story with Lily and Riley and you fall in love with Riley and you're like, this would be so cute. Oh, shit, never mind. Yeah. And we don't get that with Atlas because, sure, we know he's perfect, but, like, all we're getting is, like, these little glimpses yeah. into them. And so, basically, at first, they we hardly get anything because she's scared. Then Riley does find out and she's like, I don't give a fuck. Leave us alone. You have no chance with me. And I'm not taking your daughter from you. You just can't have overnights until she can talk. Because what if you hit her and stuff? Oh, you forgot the big part of it. In what? That they, he used to have another brother. Oh, yeah. Like, that's also a big thing. Okay, yeah. So in the first book, we do find out that he accidentally, when they were, like, really, really young, like, five, he accidentally shot and killed his own brother with a gun, an uh, unsecured gun in their family house, which is why she, their daughter's named Emerson. That was their brother's name. And that's what he blames, like, when he blacks out. That's what he blames it on. And so, yeah, it is really big, but, like, at the same time, it's so almost pointless. Yeah. Because it's more, he uses it as an excuse. Like, every time she's like, you're scaring me, he's like, but you know what happened to me. Anyways, okay, so Atlas is being super sweet, super understanding. They don't tell Riley at first, and she says she wants to move slow. Then Riley kind of accidentally finds out because, well, one, he has his suspicions, obviously, because he thinks the whole time she didn't want to be with him. She wanted to be with Atlas once Atlas came back, but she was like, and he didn't believe that she didn't have any contact with him. Now she finally does have contact with him because he knows that's who saved her that night. Yeah. Um, all that stuff. Okay. She is like, you can't have overnights with your daughter. It has nothing to do with Atlas and it has everything to do with your behavior. He uses his excuse again. And then basically, um, she, um, Emerson stays with Alyssa for the night and her, her cousin, Alyssa's daughter, I mean, to, for her birthday and um atlas doesn't have anything to do either he's not working and he doesn't have josh so they like spend the night together they go to this wedding all this stuff they spend the night together he ends up having to leave at like four in the morning because josh got dropped off from theo's all this stuff mm -hmm. and um when riley comes over the next morning to get emerson because his shift got changed he sees like clothes two wine glasses stuff and he automatically no. knows i'm gonna throw this away he automatically knows it was Atlas. And he pins her against the wall, threatens her. She's all scared. But now they know. So they um, they get over it. She tells, like, Riley, like, I'm not going to take your shit and all this. And then um, he... So now they don't have to move it slow because Riley knows. Emerson can come around Atlas, like, all this stuff. And then... This, at this point, it's been like 40 days, and they start talking about when he can propose, and she's like six months, and then she's like, you can or you can ask me to move in in six months, you can propose after a year. And I feel like it has no connection to the first book, like as much like... Barely, we like don't... The, it's like two different themes. Yeah, and so then, you know, he writes her a letter, asks her to move in, they do, and then at the end of it all, like, it's just like... Atlas reading his vows and then Josh comes in and is like are you ready to go marry her and that's what it is and there was no it's barely a romance book yeah like 
it was just so disappointing. So, anyways. I feel like, from what you've told me, it was, like, way too far off from what, like, the actual theme of the book was supposed to be. Yeah, so I'm probably gonna have to cut this book to you. Oh, and then, not not to forget that it took her, took Colleen, how many years to write? Oh, the second one? four years or something like that. And she also wrote in the author's note at the end that this is one of the books I never said I would give a sequel. It's just so, like, it was clear to me she didn't want to write the book and she wrote the book because it blew up on Book Talk and she wanted yeah. to make money or something. Which is not just shit to Colleen, but also she possibly covered up her son's essay, so... Allegedly. Yeah, alleged, all allegedly, and that's as possibly covered it up. We have no idea. Again... Like I said, if I'm you not don't want to write s- a book, don't do it. Yeah, we can obviously tell. I think I don't know. I like I said, I thought the first book four and a half, four stars out of you, five. Cause, yeah, because you were eating it up. I was all about it because I was falling in love with Riley, and then Atlas saved her. Yeah, it was like a plot twist, and then for the second one, I feel like you got angrier and angrier it as you kept reading. It was just so annoying because I was like, you should have given us what we wanted. Why are we still talking so much about Riley and Lily? Yeah, and then bringing in random characters. For yeah, what? the Josh storyline was great, sure, but was it necessary? It was so unnecessary. It didn't need to happen. This book also so unlike the first. The whole book is written, the first one written from Lily's point of view. This one switched back and forth from Atlas and Lily the whole time. No, I at some points that was great, like when Riley comes to fucking. Tussle, Atlas, and different things. Like, that was great. I love, but anyways. Now we're going to start with episode 20 of Rivervale. Guess what it's called, people? Return to Rivervale. Kill me now. Kill me. I hate Rivervale. Hate it. I love Rivervale. Why? Ethel's alive. Poor girl doesn't get to live in any Who the show. Fuck cares about Ethel. She doesn't get to live in any show she's in. They always she kill her off. She made stupid decisions. Mm. She was playing G and G. She wanted to ascend. Play stupid games, win stupid hey, prizes, Monica. She wanted to go to the farm. Hey, if he's hot, I would join the cult. Okay. Oh, basically, last episode ended up with. Cheryl bringing everybody back from the fire because she has the power of a phoenix. Including Tabitha. people who shouldn't have come back. Yes. We find out baby Anthony is immortal and Tabitha is Riverdale's guardian angel. And now we're ready to get started on episode 20. So we find out. Our last out, three episodes. Thank God. <laughs> we find out that Jug was opening a portal... By accident. By being a mind reader. Yes, by accident. And that's where, like, the Cheryl came from, the other jug, um, all that stuff. La Llorona. Yes. And we find out that's also where his stories were going to. Yes. Um, he was basically being a radio to um, River Vale, and that's where he was getting the ideas for the story. He was stealing them yeah. from River Vale. So that writer jug from... The bunker of River Vale, I don't know if y'all remember that callback, um, was like, hey, you're stealing my stuff, basically. Yeah. Okay. Um, but then, so him and Tabitha go back, they go into Riverdale or River Vale from one of the portals that he opens. They see the other jug and then he's like, well, you can't see yourselves out there. And he's like, what the fuck are you talking about? There's three jugs. Yeah. Three. And they need to find out what they can do to kill um because tabitha hadn't looked into the future using um river veil river veil mm-hmm. so now they're trying to figure out what to do but apparently percival did it didn't exist in riverdale but he did exist in river veil yes he dun, dun, dun. We, we begin for wait wait one quick thing i loved bunker jug he was fucking <laughs> sending me yeah Oh my god. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> so we're gonna get the Pickens story, guys. We uh-huh. figure out what this fucking ugly ass dude's issue was. Um, he arrived in River Vale in 1580. Along with the rest of the families. Mm-hmm. 
But River Vale's families. Yes. Um, but, you know, Andrews, Jones, and Blossoms. Cooper, and Blossoms. Technically, it was always Blossoms. Well, yeah, but they still said, what they call it? Blessing Cooper. Mm-hmm. Which is hysterical, because that totally eradicates the storyline. Yeah, that they're related. Yeah, okay. Um, he's been doing magic since then, and... He made a deal yes. with the devil and sold his soul. Yes, because for whatever reason, they, they put him in a headlock thing. What are those fucking things called? I don't Where you're... I know what it is, but I don't know what it's called. Um, Where they throw rocks at you. If you're on YouTube right now, I'm <laughs> making the motion. Please let us know what it's called. The thing that the locusts ate in the last episode. Oh, I almost had the name. I almost had it. A stock? No. That's you. A stock fleet. <laughs> Cut it. <laughs> oh my god. Anyways, for whatever reason, the townspeople lock him up in one of those things. The devil approaches him. He sold his soul for his freedom. Mm-hmm. But the way he like got around this was he became immortal. So sure, the devil has his soul, but he will never die and he will never go to hell. What? Where did you get a twist tie? Um, but then we also find out that Percival isn't called per- like. Percival Pickens in Riverdale. He's Percy the per- Right. Precocious? Precocious. Yeah. Whatever the fuck that fucking means. Whatever. And then... And then we find out that Perkins is trying to get... Um, souls from heaven to fight on his ghost train. Like, mm-hmm. they're preparing to go to war that's for like, him. Like, yeah. that's what the ghost train is yep. going to be used for. Because he's going to bring Riverdale down yeah so basically now Um, they can go home yes and when we find out that pickens was basically going to destroy river vale Mm -hmm. but then when he was trying to leave the town that's right um the sign changed and it said welcome to river he like riverdale yes he came back literally when the bomb happened so as he stepped back into river vale as the bomb was happening from hiram he got transported to riverdale and he apparently, this makes no fucking sense, thought, oh, I will take it out on the other Andrews, Coopers, Blossoms, Yeah, like Jones. it's the same thing. No. These people did not hurt you, sir. These people did not. You don't even know. Like, don't okay, even know. I thought it was bullshit when Abigail is out here like, I'm going to take y'all down. <laughs> Bitch, at least it was the right people. At least it was the same ancestors. Yes, but basically, Perkins accidentally jumped through dimensions and he figured out that he is like the most powerful right thing alive in so he's gonna the take Riverdale it out world on these defenseless people. And then we but... find out that in these, um, so the reason why they find about like Percival the precocious or whatever is because Jughead in this world writes um, comic books about it. Mm-hmm. And in the end, the super teens die. Yes, and. This bomb and the fact that he, like, jumped through has caused it to not be completely sealed. And that's how they're getting their superpowers, too. Yes. Because Jug is writing about them over here in Rivervale. Yes. So it's becoming true in Riverdale because it's not It's like a rape. And then, I was also dying at the fact that, uh, I don't know if it's in this episode or not, but Jug calling oh, Betty. When, that also yes. caused, I don't remember what That also is. caused it not to close all the way. Yeah, but then Ethel's like yelling at him. Yeah. Oh. I think it was this one. Um, I put Mr. Cypher, but I don't. He's back. I know that much. Yes. I didn't know because oh. um, they talked to him. Mm-hmm. They talked to him about Percival, and mm-hmm. they're basically trying to. Right, Mr. Cipher to destroy. Percival. Right, he's back to take. Well, because he's still alive in Rivervale. He's like at the casino and stuff. Like yeah. he's a whole part of from the first five episodes or whatever. Um, back in Riverdale though, Frank, Tom, no, not Frank, Tom, Reggie, oh, and Kevin, all get trapped in the Babylonia's safe. Oh yeah, and then I forgot about that. Freaking, what's his name? Frank comes in and is, like, threatening them because they, they found a way that they were going to get out or whatever. Oh, no, stop. Time out, time out, time out. It was Reg's dad, not Tom, because Tom is on yes. Pickens' side. Okay, yes. okay, let me start over. 
Oh, because Reg takes over the Babylonium and yes. he allows his father to come back. Yes. And then Pers- or Pickens comes in to mm-hmm. fuck shit up and locks Kevin, Reg, and Reg's dad in the safe mm-hmm. where he was locked in the little thingy. And then, <laughs> and then a little while later, his dad pretends, um, Reg's dad pretends to have a heart attack so that they come in. He tries to stab him. He tries to stab him by holding um, Tom hostage. Mm-hmm. And Frank says, I have no problem killing Tom. Okay. Anyways. Oh, okay. Now we can go back to Rivervale. But that was happening while we were learning yes. all the Pickens storyline. I didn't want to forget it. Um, uh, we find out it's going to be like an angel versus evil. It's like the theme yes. or whatever. Um, Cypher. Cypher. Whatever his name is. Yes. Agrees to help Jones. Yes. Um, Pickens wants all of Riverdale. Like, all of it. Yeah. Like he and wants Alice, to destroy the whole er, fucking town. Alice is just sitting there listening to him discuss this. Yeah. Be That's her. your home. That's your children. Yes. Like, bitch. And then she's like, go on. Yeah. Tell me more. On Girl. the news. Because he's on the news. Yeah. No. Okay. And then I wrote, not the group text. <laughs> And then I like how Cheryl has, like, all of them, like, that's their full name. Yes. I'm like, dude, you've known these people for fucking years. Oh, my God. Um. I don't have anything else. I have, I only have that, I thought it was so w- weird. I So, a little bit of backstory, because I wasn't talking about it, and that just was, because Polly washes the jeans out of Betty's feet, and so my backstory oh was, Oh, my God. Betty's being, Betty's upset she's evil in the heartlet, but... Oh, that's what I wrote. I, I forgot about that part. But that part was what the fuck. She's like, I washed you from your sins. And, and then like, she goes to the mirror and now she has a golden aura. And Polly had a golden aura like when she walked in to see her for the first time. Anyways. Oh, we did also forget to mention that when Betty first sees um, Polly, she passes out. Yes, because of the golden aura. It's unbelievable. All that. Okay. But this episode oh, ends by yes. them mm-hmm. saying war has started. Well, okay, but it ends that way because so Archie blows up the train tracks and then Piggins group texts pictures of <laughs> Keller, Mr. Keller, Tom, Alice, and Frank being executed. Yeah. And they're fucking dead. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now we're, and so then... That's the group text I was talking about. Yeah. But there is two different group texts. There was two group texts, yeah. So they say war has started, and then that's why, but that's why. But the war, yeah. And then we find out, now we can move on to episode 21. The stand. What does that even fucking mean? I don't freaking know. Okay. But basically, (laughs) at first they don't think Pickens will actually kill these people. Yeah. And then literally, we, they go through all, they're doing all this stuff or whatever, and they figure out, um, in the, because of the comics from the other episode, they figure out, like, the reason Pickens wanted Pops moved was because he's getting power from it. Yeah, he's, Pops the, was built on, like, the mouth of hell or... Something about some darkness leeching out yeah. or whatever. So they place the Holy Grail there, and the Holy Grail is just collecting darkness. Yeah. Oh, the After hell mouth. I wrote it. Yes. It's just <laughs> collecting the darkness. It's collecting the darkness. No longer has a milkshake in it. No. Uh, Pickens closes the border to the town. Oh, and then we find out that they were all decapitated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the little thingies. Yes. Um, but he closes off the town. It's kind of like uh, Springfield. <laughs> covered it with the dome that you can't go out. Yep. People can come in, but once they come in, they can't get out. Yep. Um, so the team decides they need to come up with an agreement. They're talking about what they're willing to give up. Yes. Because they know basically all Pickens wants is baby Anthony. Which, like, why? Mm-hmm. And then, so they're like, oh, we can split Riverdale back up, which pisses Jug off. They're coming up with all kinds of yeah. things. Um, um, but then they return the bodies with, with yeah, no head. They return the body without the heads, and Archie agrees to basically be Pickens' bitch. What are you... Whatever. I don't fucking know. Um, and then we get to... Every, somebody, like, somebody important from these people's lives, Pickens turns them against them. Yeah. Um, 
So, um, Jason shoots at, um, Heather. Sh- he sh- shoots her. Yeah. And he's trying to shoot, oh, um, Cheryl. At Cheryl. Uh, Reggie stabs Archie. Yep. Abuelita comes out of fucking nowhere from New York. For Veronica. To shoot at Veronica. With a shotgun. This bitch is just walking Yes. Out. Bam. Bitch. Yeah. Glenn is after, zombie Glenn is after <laughs> Betty. <laughs> Um, but Cheryl kills Jason. She burns him alive. Yes. And then, um, this was my favorite part. Um, Archie is there bleeding because the knife is like some like relic or some shit. It's that, it's the same one that they stole the first time. That's, it's like important or something. It can hurt the immortal. Yes. Okay. But then we find out Bingo Still has his superpowers. Apparently, he has healing powers. Right. And if you let him lick your wounds, it, right. they, they will heal. Because his legs all healed yes. super fast. So, so that's what I'm saying. Like, he, I knew he had... No, I agreed. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's super strength. Oh, I do want to mention what I told you the other day. Mm-hmm. That um, there's a show called Bluey from Australia. It's oh, on yeah. Disney+. Plus. But one of the dogs on there, her name is Bingo. And she's also a red healer. And I just think it's hilarious that in Riverdale, it's the same thing. Um, um, and then we go to Pops. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, Twilight. We go to Pops. Tabitha goes into the secret little room. Anthony is grown the fuck up. Renesme. And um, he's, like, basically their age. Like, they aged him to be, like, 24. Yep. So he has a chance. Um, so they want to have this fight in River Vale instead because the chances are higher because Tabitha sees the future or whatever. Yes. So, okay. Um, we find out, you know, Anthony is immortal. Well, we knew that, but like, it's like he still is immortal or whatever. And then they go to like get Pickens in his office and he like spins around in his chair and vanishes and then he like the next scene he's like doesn't have his clothes on. Oh, yeah, when they so basically they try to What does he do? They like uh, They wanna hurt him somehow. They wanna with hurt the him knife. With yes, the knife. at the Babylonian. Uh-huh. And he fucking I don't know. I don't even know. But we find out that um Haley's comment is a day late. Mm-hmm. So they want to attack um, Perkins when he's at like his weakest. Now. Yeah. Um, so they tried. <laughs> that's when he. They tried, and then they ended up getting locked up in the room. And then Anthony comes before um, that happened. Anthony oh, said, yeah. "I'm your match. I'm the guy that kills you." Yeah, sir. You're four. <laughs> Not even. You're a couple months old. Um, yeah. Tabitha, like, speeds up time. It becomes Archie versus Pickens. In the parking lot with fucking metal bars. Pipes, I mean. Um, they... I don't know. He's, like, beating him up, and then they're all beating him up. And then... Betty, this is our town, bitch. Oh, I had it as Veronica. But, yeah, because oh, Cheryl makes them... I don't know. But Cheryl makes them invisible. They circle around him. So when Archie's down, they, like, make themselves yes. visible. This is our town, bitch. But then Pickens reverses their powers yeah. to render them, like, useless, basically. Yeah, Archie turns into a stone. Betty's Betty blind. can't see. Veronica poisons herself. Yeah, and then... I don't know what happens to Tabitha. I don't either. But Jug was inside, so he's fine. Jug steps inside, and he asks Pickens to play chess. But in their minds. But in their minds. <laughs> But while they're in their, so then while they're in their minds, in each other's minds or whatever, playing chess, they stab the fuck out of Pickens in real life in in Pops because Tabitha went, let's go back in time. No, it's a portal. He made a, Jug opened a portal. Oh, So when they stepped through Pops, he went from Riverdale into Rivervale. Yes. So everyone was still alive. Yes. When he went into Pops, and so they stabbed the fuck out of him while they're playing. But they're still in the mind, yes. Now Tabitha takes him back in time to Mr. Cypher, so in 1580. Mm -hmm. They found a loophole. Yes. Loophole. And, yeah, they find the heads to the other bodies, and Cheryl brings them back. 
Oh, but how is everyone in Riverdale okay? That I don't it's know. It's never addressed. Okay. That, it doesn't make any sense to me. I, I, what I thought happened was they, like, switched them. Mm-hmm. Like, the people from Rivervale. I mean, that took place. Be. But then they wouldn't have powers. Mm. I, don't I don't know. know. But they, okay. they come back. They're alive. Anyways. Um, we get to the next scene where after they defeat him or whatever. And he's been taken back in time. He's dead. Um, and then Cheryl... Or Heather tells Cheryl to look in this microscope. She looks at it. Something's wrong with the comet. Yep. It's not, not over. over. Mm-mm. 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 It's heading for Riverdale. And it's going to kill everyone. Because they can't Straight get out. Straight to Riverdale. Because they can't get out. Yep. Episode 22. The night the last of the comet. One. It's the last episode, guys. I can't tell you how excited we are. Yes. But we find that once again, they can... People can get in, but can't get out. Um, they give baby Anthony a serpent tattoo, and he is now Serpent King. Yeah. You're telling me you want to miss out on your kid's formative years just so that he can keep your legacy up? With what people? Sure, him and Archie are going to fucking live. That's it. I don't Maybe get Tabitha. It. Okay, maybe Tabitha. She's the guardian angel. Yes. But like it doesn't make any sense. Like Everyone I thought else is after dead. he's gone, why wouldn't you making him a baby again? Go back in time. Also, how does this man know how to read? How does he know how to speak? Huh? I mean, but if like you I think get it, but I don't it, get it. Like it just there's too many like yeah. inconsistencies. Let's um, move on. I loved Veronica's quote. Wow, I'm so glad I moved here sophomore year. Oh, bitch. yeah. <laughs> bitch. No, you came back from New York. Go home with your stupid ass husband you killed. What was his name? Chad. Gecko. No, Gecko. <laughs> okay. The way you said that. Gecko. Um, um, so basically, Heather says that Cheryl has to melt the fucking comet because it's a block of ice. With her phoenix powers... But it's going to take everything in her, so people are going to die. People no, she no. saved have, They might re-die. Well, yeah, because it's going to take everything in her. Yes. It, because basically it's going to take all of her power. So it's a guarantee that something is going to happen, and more than likely, someone or a few of them are going to die again. Yes. But then, she goes to... But she finds this out from... Um, she goes to talk to Abigail or something. Yeah, she's talking to Abigail again. I can't remember why. I don't either. She needs to find out what she can do about this comet. And yeah. she decides... Abigail decides to help her if her and Tab can have one last night together. Thomasina. Yeah, if her and Thomasina can have another night together. And so they're going to put Cheryl and Tony's souls... In a jar. Yeah, just a mason jar. Okay. Um, Archie's mom is back. And she's getting a divorce! In what world? Damn. Damn. Apparently, Archie just needs all the bad news at once, Riverdale writers. But now, Mary is trapped. Archie's freaking the fuck out. So you know what he does? He knows what he does. He proposes. He proposes to Betty. Okay. Which, this brings up a really good question because Archie's like, hey, do you have any rings from your jewelry store? What the fuck happened to Veronica's jewelry store? Oh, I don't fucking know. Okay. Anyways. No, no idea. Oh, this is the scene we were talking about, though. Right before he goes over, she kisses the picture of her dad and it rocks. Oh, yes. Which we were talking about this when we were getting food. Where do these portraits come from? Because we did forget to mention it, but when Reggie becomes CEO or whatever, as the Babylonian, he's sitting in there with a portrait of himself. Hiram got one randomly of him and Hermosa, like, when he was mad at Veronica. Where do these portraits come from? I don't know. <sighs> also, why do they feel comfortable having like a picture of themselves behind them? No, it's disgusting. No, it's weird. Yeah. Um. He asks her to marry her, and so there's like three different storylines happening at the same time, yeah. which made me so annoyed. But he asks her to marry her. We cut to a scene that apparently Jughead has never watched the Titanic. Yeah, so we have to do um, that before we die. Yeah. Tom, oh, and we cut to the scene that Tony agrees, and so her and Abigail are going to town. Dude, that makeout scene was too much. No. I was like, I did not need to see that. And no. then when you sent me that TikTok where they're like, oh, Cheryl and Tony need to get back together, I was like, so y'all could make out some more? Yeah. Like, no, thank you. I do yeah. not need to see that. 
Like, I... Nothing against them. No! But it was just too much. No. Like, I'm fine with them being together. And then, like, the closeness of it. It was not that compared. It's the way they write them and then the way they film it. It's too much. Like, if they would have done something like the scene for Betty and Archie... Where you could see the passion, yes. but you didn't really see anything else. Yeah, that would have been perfectly fine. Yes. Um, but then we cut back to Archie asking Betty to marry him, and Betty only talks about the comet and their impending doom. Yeah, and she says, "I'm saying no right now." So he says, "I'm gonna break through that barrier so I can marry you, Betty Cooper." Yeah, because she also says, "I will say yes if we survive." Ma'am. Do you know the man you're talking to? Because then after he leaves, she looks all fucking upset. She knows Archie. You know he's going to try everything he fucking possibly can to save y'all now. Yep. (sighs) And I was just like, if you truly love him, that's not the time to talk about it. Like, you were like, yes, I can't wait to. Sure, I'm scared. Okay, but if I think the world's going to end and you ask me to marry you, I'm saying yes. Yeah. And then if it doesn't end and I don't want to marry you, I don't want to marry you. Yeah, we went through this traumatic shit, but I don't think I'm ready. Either we can hold it off or something else. Yeah, let's just be engaged or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway. And then we find out that in order... So once Abigail is done with Thomasina, we find out that... I don't know where this rope fucking came from. It has a bunch of fucking knots in it. We find out Cheryl has to untie this giant rope with all these knots in it in order for the shield to come down that allows people... Yeah, that doesn't allow people to leave Riverdale. So random to me. Yes. Um, Betty's chapter of being a hunter of hunters is over. Yeah, this was so random. I don't fucking know. Okay. I did love that Reggie kept trying to get back with Veronica. He was like, I mean, it's one more night. Yes, because night. Veronica says, I want you to take it back. This was your, like, baby, blah, 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 blah. Yes. He's like, so it's one more night. Let's just get back together. Um, oh, I loved when Tabitha set up time. Oh my God. Oh, and then it reminded me of this, like, if I have one more minute. Like, because she was like, that's all I need. And they grow old together and you see their kids. I said, almost cried. Honestly. <laughs> it was so good. But basically, everybody's saying goodbye to one another because they don't know if yeah. they're going to survive. If they don't know if, um... Anything's gonna work. Yeah, they don't know if Cheryl's power is gonna be enough for her. And then, out of fucking nowhere, Veronica, Miss Intelligent, putting two and two together. (laughs) She's like the dialysis. We gotta do this with our powers. If I can take the power from everybody, I can deliver it to Cheryl. Yeah, which is fair. Basically, everybody has to cut their hand, they'll exchange blood, dialysis is going to give it all to Veronica. Veronica. Stupid, but fair. But then they're going to transfer it to Cheryl. So she has all the powers. Also great. But not by blood. No. Cheryl and Veronica have to kiss. They have to make out. It was just to me another writer's opportunity for another lesbian scene where they can... Yeah. I don't understand them and the women scenes. Like I don't either. Like we said, there's passion between Betty and Archie. Even Veronica it's and like, Archie, there was no passion, but they weren't gross. I no. Anytime it's, it's like girls, it's, it's so gross. Because they're trying to like extra like sexualize it. Yeah. And it's been the same exact thing since episode fucking one. Yes. Of season one. Like, Ugh. no. Anyways, so Oh, um, and then after this happens, Heather is like, hey, I gotta go and tell Cheryl that she and Tony are soulmates. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And then to end, the, it's the end of the world, but guess what they're gonna do? Sing. Sing about it. They're singing. I said, I'd rather die. Yeah. I said, this is ridiculous. And then Cheryl's outside of Pops, shooting Jeez. her blue flames. Um, she's trying to be like WandaVision. And all of a sudden, bitch starts flying. Yeah. Which maybe, I don't know. She's a lot I mean, of magic in I her. get it, but like, why Man. are you flying? I don't know. Um, and then, Cheryl's saving everybody. She's repeating some fucking words. Mm-hmm. Black screen. 
and we wake up and it's they went just back in time archie because it's just archie in his bedroom and you're like what the fuck and then you look around and you're like and he's mm-hmm. wearing a weird outfit he's wearing a weird outfit his room is weird and the first thing, he comes mm-hmm. downstairs, mm-hmm. and his mom's mm-hmm. reading the newspaper. What does she say? She's sobbing about James Dean. Death. It's 1955. And guess what? Jug can remember everything that happened, but nobody else can. And they're fucking teenagers again. Yep. And guess what, guys? Guess what? There's one season of Riverdale left. They've already confirmed it. So... What's, What's going to happen? We don't know. Yeah, so I wrote a couple little questions to like, because uh, the end of the season, we always do this. Yeah. I said, what's going to happen next season? How are they going to wrap this up? I don't know. There's no way. I can't even guess anymore. No. This was so fucking ridiculous yes. to me. Um, I wrote, do Betty and Archie get married? Like, is that going to be a thing? Do they still have powers? Also, no. Okay, but if so, Veronica took their powers. Mm-hmm. She dialysis them or whatever. Does she still have powers, or no. did her powers also get transferred All with the kids? All of her powers were transferred with the kids. Okay. I said, how is the show gonna end? Yeah, there, it does. There's. I can't see anything at this point. To me, I. Oh. I rate this as my second worst season mm-hmm. because I felt like the writers didn't know what the fuck they were doing. They were, yeah. I've said this a couple times just to you. I don't know if I've said it on the podcast. They have been just throwing shit at the wall to see what sticks. Oh, 100%. Point. Yeah, because I agree with you. Like, they're trying to copy stuff that's really trendy right now. Yes. This season They tried to get a lot of views. Which made it terrible. Yes. So the only thing that I can guess at this point is since we have already established that Jug is the only one that can remember, he's going to try and get everyone back to present time where they're adults and they can live out their love stories that they're supposed yeah. to be having. Because you already know Archie's going to be dating Tabitha or something. Veronica. Yeah. I don't know. We're not going to have the love stories that we're supposed to be having and Jug, I think, is going to be fighting it to get us there. Yeah. Either that or oh, I think... A cool way that they could end it is, like, they could go back into, like, the actual Archie comics. Yeah. Like, have something like that happen. Yeah. But that's, like, the only thing I could think of that would Mm -hmm. even, they could, like, try to make sense. Yeah. But, anyways, guys. That is it for season six. We will be back next year with Riverdale. Yep. Because. In quite a while. Yeah. We are going to wait till all the episodes are on Netflix. Yep. Um, because we like to binge. Yep. And it's the easiest thing to do. So, the next four weeks... Oh, we should have said this. Happy December. This is airing on December 1st. Um, the next four weeks are going to be Christmas movies. Yes. Um, for a holiday festive. And then we will be back in January with... I'm pretty sure we've decided The Secret Life of an American Teenager. But that one, we are going to be doing differently than we did this one. Um, We're not going to be going episode by episode. We're kind of just going to be doing, like, the most ridiculous scenes. Yeah. um, Over, like, a season or, like, half a season. Because that show is hilarious. Yeah, that show has a lot. So breaking it down episode by episode is just a little outlandish. Yeah. we, we'll write kind of like a synopsis because I was like, oh, we'll just use the episode synopsises. No, no they're trash. We read them. We so, might read them for giggles. Yeah, but we'll but. have a synopsis ready so y'all know what happened. Because obviously, if you did watch the show, it's been a long time. And then if you never watch the show, we want to make sure you all can still listen to our podcast. Yes. Um, so, or you're not as familiar with the show. Maybe you didn't watch the whole thing. Whatever. We want to make sure you all can listen with us and enjoy it. So we will have synopsis, but mostly it will just be us reviewing what we thought was so dumb. Yeah. <laughs> um, simply because Riverdale was fun for us and our starter because we started it out and we were in love with it. And then it was yes. like, what am I watching? Yeah, because it was Never like, what the back. fuck are these changes? Yeah. And now mm-hmm. here we are mm-hmm. on a whole different fucking show. So anyways, yeah. guys, we're this super week, excited. This week, we do not have what the fuck news because we have our first... Write in listener tea. Yeah, so we're gonna Miranda's gonna share the tea with y'all. Yes. Um, I do want to just preface this by saying that the listener wanted me to note that the names and locations um have been changed. It's mostly just the details of the story, but um 
yeah, I guess Spill I'll it. get right into it. So this all started, Avery posted a thirst trap to her TikTok and just kind of one of those like silly ones where, you know, like, like a glow up type one is kind mm-hmm. of how she was explaining it. She said she didn't have a ton of followers. So she noticed when this cute boy named Mason followed her on TikTok and she followed Wait, him back. Okay. Isn't Mason the guy's name from Wizards of Waverly Place? Yeah, the, the werewolf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can just think of him. <laughs> I, I mean, that's all I picture. <laughs> all I picture. Avery, like, like I said, she thinks she's cute. She follows him back. And after she follows him back a little while later, he DMs her like the same day or the same week. And after some talking, she said they exchanged snaps. She can't really remember how it went, but they were both like, hey, we're not very active on TikTok. Here's my snap. Mm-hmm. So that made them talk more frequently. But he is in the military and was in school in Virginia. So it was kind of like a long distance thing because Avery lives in Texas. So she was not super interested in a long distance thing. Mm. But, I mean, he was cute and they really vibed. So you're going to make it work? You're not going to make yeah, it work? You can't just, try? Yeah, you, you can't, can't just, just throw something away. Mm-hmm. Exactly. you got to try something. So, um, give it a try. If it doesn't work, she Avery ends up getting... Mason's Instagram. They exchange Instagrams. When she goes to follow Mason, she sees that Mason has a girlfriend. (gasps) And Mason has been flirting. She put it in all capitals. She said flirting, girl. You're kidding me. No. Now, keep in mind, he's in AIT, so he's living in the barracks. Well, like, she said he hadn't started school yet. Um, And I call it AIT. I don't know what, which one he's in, which branch, Mm -hmm. but that's just what I know from my army. Life. I mean, life. I mean, wife. It's, I mean, life. Whatever. It's your rank, girl. It's your rank. <laughs> My rank. Um, so I'm just going to use that for no, simplicity's sake. But, okay. Taking it a step with mm-hmm. pause. Yeah. No. Yeah. 100%. If he adds you on Snapchat, that's a flirty move. Yes. Because I am not going to just add any... At this point, like, Snapchat is not that big anymore. Like... There yeah. is no way he's not adding you to Snap other than to flirt with you. Yes. Because he wants to see what you look like. Yes. And he wants you to see what he looks like. Yes. But, of course, like I said, he's living in the barracks because he's in school. He hasn't started. He hasn't started. Is this story boring? Um, he hasn't started school, but he's in the, living in the barracks waiting mm-hmm. for it to start or whatever. However, whatever was yeah. going on. He's waiting. He's waiting, but so he's not living with his girlfriend. He's not. Maybe he's not even living near his girlfriend. But if you, but still, like, if you have the confidence, yeah, like to post her, Mm -hmm. be fucking for real. Um, they they like to play video games together. Most specifically, they would play Call of Duty, Call of Duty together. So the next time they played together, when he had like free time and she had free time after school or whatever she's up to, uh, she was like, um, do you have a girlfriend? (gasps) Oh. Yeah, me like. <laughs> Avery calls Mason out on yes. her shit. He says he does, but he hates long distance, especially with her. She's very clingy. And she he wants to break up with her, but he doesn't want to like he doesn't want to actually do it. Like he's saying Oh, he's, be mm-hmm. fucking for real. Yeah. No. Right? right? No. Just fucking do it. If you no longer want to be in a relationship with if someone, she's clingy, don't yeah. Don't no, drag him along. You're holding both of you back like yeah, let her find somebody better. Yeah. Because you're garbage. So, basically, Avery says, like, this last time we're going to play together, there's really no chance of a relationship due to this information and being long distance. 100%. Uh-huh. A few weeks, but she doesn't unadd him or anything. Um, yeah. You know, they're, whatever, but they're not really talking. A few weeks later, Mason comes back and says, hey, I'm single. But Avery feels rather indifferent about this, like, good for him, good for her, but it's still long distance. Yeah, like, what's the difference? (laughs) Exactly. But his flirty energy comes back in, like, full swing. She's not really matching it, but, you know, now they're playing Call of Duty together again. Like, she doesn't feel guilty. Yes. And she's, I mean, she's talking to local guys, like, wherever, to wherever she lives. Yeah, but it's like the same thing. You're like, she's single. She can do whatever you want. Exactly. He's in the wrong. Right. And now that, like, she's seen that he's willing to cheat on his girlfriend. Mm Mm-hmm. Who, a long distance. Yeah. Like, like, come on. You already know it's not going to go anywhere. No. So, 
Um, a few weeks of this flirty energy and Call of Duty coming back. Mason says, hey, when I finish AIT, I'm going to use my leave to visit you. Be fucking for real. You're telling me this man is living in Virginia for who knows how long, away from his family, wherever they live. No. And he's going to use his leave to go see a girl that he's been flirting with? <laughs> Over video games and Snapchat? Exactly. No. Avery, at first, was like, oh, this is so cute. Like... That's so nice of him. And then she's like, wait a fucking minute. No, like, that's a red flag. Yeah, exactly. She starts, like, putting the pieces together. She's like, that was so dumb of me. Like, that's so naive. First off, he's probably not going to do it. Second off, even if why does, would I want I him not, to? No. Yeah. So. Why? So he can cheat on me also? <laughs> no. Exactly. So she's, like, in this awkward space because with this, like, she's kind of realizing, like, oh, I think I was falling for him. Like, now what do I do? And the next time they play Call of Duty... After, not the same time that he brings up going to see her on his leave, the next time after that, when she's kind of like, wait, I was falling for him, I feel really conflicted, X, Y, Z, he starts talking about his ex and how he is wanting to see her again. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, Maverick. Be fucking for real. So. No. Yeah. Right? Avery, block him on everything. <laughs> he is absolute fucking garbage. So. Now, AIT is in full swing. It's been about four months since they originally added each other on yes. Snap. I believe she said. I synopsis this, so I wasn't, like, looking at the whole time. <laughs> um, however, with him starting AIT, his energy and attention basically come to a full and complete stop, as they should. He's, he's busy. He's in school now. Yeah. But at the same time, like... If you really want to see me on your leave, if you really think there's something going on here, why would you stop giving me energy, flirty energy? Why would you stop giving me any attention? Mm -hmm. So Avery's like, nah, this is it. Feelings, whatever, everything's gone. And moving on, she um, is like fully on her journey of finding someone close to her. Well, like geographically speaking. <laughs> so they're pretty distant. Distant and Avery begins to leave Mason on red. Yeah, like slowly, just like, like basically nothing at this point. She's trying to give you hints, dude, that she doesn't want to talk to you anymore. Right? Well, this happens. He's picking up on these hints. Mason comes back saying, Sorry, I've been so busy, but I still feel the same. Direct quote, by the way. Avery thinks, Man, it's too fucking late. I'm talking to others. I'm talking to, I've been going on dates. Yeah. I'm doing no. my own thing. I'm feeling me. No. Be yourself. Yeah. She, she's she got potentials in her area. Yeah. Uh, don't waste your time on somebody that's... No! Fucking... But they're snapping again, and on occasion... No. Or they snap again on occasion. They don't really play video games together, but basically Avery is always friend-zoning Mason. He's trying to be flirty. She's not matching it. And they play Call of Duty for the first time in months. While they're playing, she gets knocked. Like, you know, like, she's not dead, but she's, like, on the ground. She can't fight back. And Mason comes running up, shooting him, and it's like, don't touch my girlfriend like that. End the game. End it. No. And so, basically, where she's at now, she's like, that was... The this is Mason. <laughs> so, basically, where they're at now is, um, that was, like, their most recent interaction, pretty much. Um, Avery doesn't know what to make of it. Mason is still trying to break out of the friend zone. No, Avery is keep him there. uninterested. Because no, either keep him in the friend zone or keep him out of your life completely. Yeah, exactly. Because what are you going to do? Like, no. I say no. Live your life. Date yeah. guys around you. She sounds pretty young. Do whatever. Like, live your life. Yeah. Don't settle on somebody right now. No. You have to go out there and find out who you like, what type of person you like. Yeah. And clearly, Mason does not seem like the type of dude... You need to be focusing on right no. now. No, he, first off, he doesn't like long long distance relationships. <laughs> he cheated on his girlfriend. He added you. How many other people or other girls is he also talking to? Yeah, and telling the, them the exact same thing. Exactly. And he doesn't sound remorseful. No, and he still wants to see his ex. Yeah, like no. when he goes home or whatever. No. And I think my thing that was also bothering me is like as like not to be that person, but like as a military spouse. Long distance is a huge part of your relationship yes. if you're in the military. And a it's like you huge can, part. like, even if, like, Matthew's back and, like, 
He still has to go to the field every once in a while. Yeah. He still has to do 24s. Yeah. Like, there's still going to be time that y'all don't see each other for a no. while, even if y'all are still living in the same town and they're not deployed. Yeah. So you have to have a lot of trust in this person. Yeah. You have to be confident in your relationship. And, like, you have to have a really good bond. And I'm sorry. I'm not marrying somebody that. No. 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 But I hope she finds the best out there. And yeah. my advice, block him on everything. <laughs> Get him don't, out. Yeah. Don't play any games with him. No. Or find, if you want to be petty, find some of his friends <gasps> in the same unit Ooh. and flirt with them. Ooh. Add them to the games that y'all are playing together. And then don't focus on Mason. Focus on the friends. Yeah. And be like, oh, I added you on Instagram. You're hot. Just like yes. right in front of his face so he can see that you're not into him anymore. Yes. Because, of course, even, you know, maybe just she's not petty. saying you, anything. You like, really don't know this person at the end of the day. No. So just fuck around with them. Like, Yeah. And she's probably not saying like, oh, I went on this date, like when they get on Call of Duty. Yeah, no. But if you have the opportunity to bring it up, you know, even ask one of you, like your girlfriends or something, guy friends, if you play games with other guys who are on that level, ask them to get in the game and be like, hey, ask me about my date, you know? Yeah. Like, fuck be with this petty. man and get him out of your life. <laughs> be a queen. Be petty. It's a woman's world. We fucking run it. Yes. But anyways. Oh, headlights. Um, anyways, guys. Send us your tea, your drama we want to talk to. Let us know if you want us to write your names in it. We can change the names. You can pick the names. Yeah. That's what it's up to you. did. She was like, yeah. hey. It's up to you. Um, we love doing what the fuck news, but we just like tea. Yeah, we like drama. Yes, we're here for it. We live for it. So send us a DM or a message on anywhere, and mm-hmm. let us know if you want us to use your little story. Yes, we'll use it. Um, and you can message us on Twitter, Facebook. I was about to say LinkedIn <laughs> and TikTok. Um. No, Instagram, not Twitter. It's, why do I always do that? <laughs> Every single time. Facebook, Ugh. TikTok, Instagram, YouTube at WTF is this underscore podcast. My personal social media links is going to be in the bio. So will Miranda's and so will be the children. Okay. So follow. <laughs> so go ahead and follow my God babies. Yeah, because they're beautiful. Um, if any people have like dog shit that they want to give the dogs, let us know. Yeah, they will review them. They will give you a good ass review. Oh yeah. Um, but that is it for this podcast, and that is it for Riverdale this year. Let us know what you oh, yeah. thought about <laughs> season six. Yeah, but give us your honest opinions. Maybe we'll read them. Um, also, I think it would be kind of nice if we did like a short Q and A. Maybe just on TikTok or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so people could ask us some questions about us or yeah. anything. So let us know. Send us questions. Anything you want us to talk about, honestly. Yeah. Team, drama. Absolutely. But that is it for Riverdale and that is it for this episode. We will see you next week with some Christmas spirit. Mm-hmm. Happy right. December, y'all. Bye.